Welcome to the Time Out Podcast with Tony McGettigan. Because we all need a little time out from life. Hi everyone, it's Patrick Feeney here and you're tuned into episode 74 of the Time Out Podcast with your host Tony McGettigan. Keep our country. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Time Out Podcast with me, your host, uh, Tony McGettigan. It'll be no time at all until uh, we're all stuffed to the gills with turkey and chocolate. And not forgetting Santa himself uh, at this point himself and the elves are flat out working uh, overtime and they'll, they'll soon be making uh, sure the sleigh passes the NCT as they get ready to travel across the land. My guest today is to me among the creme de la creme, the finest Irish country music singers in Ireland, hailing from the beautiful county of Sligo. This man uh, has it all in entertaining a crowd, from uh, jives to waltzes to quick steps. Uh, he's also one third of the very popular uh, group, The Three Amigos, alongside Jimmy Buckley and Robert Mizell. He released his debut album back in 2003, and uh, since then he's just recorded great album after great album. And it's a great pleasure to interview him here uh, this evening in the Highlands Hotel in Glenties ahead of his gig. So it gives me great pleasure to say, Patrick Feeney, you're very welcome to the Time Out podcast. Thanks very much, Tony. Uh, that, that introduction felt like, a, a felt like Elvis. <laughs> so thank you for having me on your podcast show. It's an absolute pleasure, Patrick, I have to say. Now, you're no, you're no stranger to Donegal, Patrick. You know, you've played many times in Abbey Hotel, but this is your first time around this neck of the woods, I'd say. Yeah, it's my first time. I've often passed through Glinty's, okay, all right, and uh, we played in, in Donegal and, and in Kelly Beggs, but it's the first time here in, in, uh, in the Highlands Hotel, and I have to say the first impressions is fantastic. It's a beautiful hotel, management and the staff, Patrick, and everything, all that couldn't do enough for us, so looking forward to a fantastic night. There's a great crowd in there. Ballroom is fantastic, great dance floor, and uh, great room for sound as well, so we'll, have them, we'll send them home sweating tonight. I have no doubt about that, Patrick, haven't seen you myself perform live, and you definitely give a crowd uh, value for money, I have to say. The last few years, Patrick, it's been obviously very testing for everybody in the music business and entertainment and people in general. How tough has it been for yourself uh, in terms of the, the band, in terms of keeping the show on the road? Oh, well, from from uh, um, from our, our work perspective, it was terrible over the last two years, like everybody. Uh, but the, the music industry was, uh, you know, specifically got an awful hammer. And, um, everything just stopped, and um, you know, we had eight or nine guys uh, on the band with us uh, that had no employment overnight. So we went from being very very busy to nothing. Um, but I'm 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 I consider myself. You know, very lucky with the the guys that I have. You know that after the two years, they're they're, they're back with me again, and uh, we're back on the on the road uh, and as busy as we ever were. But it was tough on on all the bands. Like, and I think everybody kind of had to adapt, or you know, get other jobs to keep them going part time until things, you know, came came back on the road again. That's it. It's a matter of man- managing it, uh, Patrick, and uh, you definitely have done that. And it's great, great to see you and everything back, getting back to a bit of normality on the country music scene. Of course, uh, you're from a place near uh, Garchin, as a, uh, in County Sligo, beautiful county, as, as I said, Patrick. Yeah, I'm. I'm lucky to be um, to be in a beautiful county, Sligo. Very proud of it, and proud to be a Sligo man. Um, it's it's uh, it's. 
it's 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 beautiful. Well, like suppose anywhere else in Ireland, when the sun shines, uh, any place in Ireland is beautiful. But in particular with the coastline and and you have Ross's Point and Strandhill, and then some great beaches in Scrone as well and Strigia Beach. But um, Sligo itself, then you know, would be renowned for music, renowned for um, uh, uh, mostly traditional music, and has some great. Gertrude itself is is steeped in traditional music. It's a great. Um, it's a home of of traditional music of um, Michael Coleman, a country they call it. So you know um, Peter Horn, um, great musicians like that. Noel um, Tans that has passed down through the the, the years. Um, it's it's a home of, of of traditional Irish music. So I'm very lucky to be steeped in that as well, along with with the country music. That's important too. That upbringing, Patrick, because you're, I'm sure you're around it all your life and. Um, listening to all that and as I say when you go up to Sligo there and you see the likes of uh, Ben Bulban and that uh, you know you're in Sligo it's a, it's a really beautiful county and uh, I have to say Patrick a massive congratulations to you because uh, you're not long married and uh, I've married myself five years but the question I'll ask you is how, is, how are you settling into married life? Great um, um, it's, it's, too, it's too soon to be complaining yes we got <laughs> married uh, at the beginning of April so um, yeah it's, it's, it's been great so far and for clear um, my wife um, we met just before the um, at the beginning of, of, of lockdown so for her this has been all new I suppose she's never been she's never seen me be, be, um, on the road and, and, and been you know seen this, that side of work so this has been new to her I'm uh, on the road a good bit since uh, uh, the last few months but um, you know she's she's a great lady and um, it's it's going great so onwards and upwards I definitely wish you all the best with that. And did you have a chance to go on honeymoon? Or oh, we did. Yeah, um, we went to to America and, and to Mexico for honeymoon, and um, we had a couple of weeks away. So it was lo- lovely. And just before that, the Amigos was was torn, so it was busy up to the wedding, and then we had a couple of weeks off after the wedding, and it was back then hell for leather. But uh, you know, Claire kind of knows the knows the, the kind of life I lead now, and uh, knows what's in 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 entailed with the job of being away. Uh, but I get back ninety percent of the time uh, each, each night. So yeah. um, we had a break. The honeymoon is over now, so it's it's back to work. That's it. And once you get up in the morning, Patrick, it's nice to be in your own house, and uh, I can understand that. And uh, just touching back to COVID a second again, Patrick. Um, you know, I suppose COVID was a, a tough enough time for yourself personally. With the like, you would have been one in the, the high risk category with the the COVID, and uh, in terms of what it, the dangers it possessed. Yeah, I suppose I, I didn't tr- try to, to dwell on it too much um, uh, because uh, I, I was high risk. I just was 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 prone to picking up things a lot quicker uh, with the medication I'm on, and I did. I got I I, I got COVID twice. Uh, first time was probably maybe the worst, but uh, when you hear the different stories, I I, I uh, of people how bad they suffered, I was. Definitely one of the lucky ones. It wasn't, you know, overly bad when you look at it like that. Um, but I just had to be careful uh, at, at the time of, of uh, you know, like everybody else, I had to keep my distance and, and say uh, isolated when we had to stay isolated. And um, it it was just something I didn't try to dwell on, on too much, to be honest, because you get too anxious over and too worried and... Uh, there was no need to, I suppose, when I look back at it now. Um, so it was just just glad to have it over and done with now. That's it, Patrick, and I have to say you're looking well here tonight in Glenties, I have sure. to say. Um, you know, one thing, Patrick, you have a great knack of, 
uh, in my view, is uh, of the songs, choices that you record. You know, you, you have uh, all different kind of different variations of songs, and uh, you know, even your your latest single, "Drawing Little Men in the Ashes," and um, it's a great song. And uh, of course, then "Red Haired Mary," and uh, I didn't actually know until today, uh, Patrick. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's a song that would be for me as a DJ one of the most uh, pr- the most requested song I've had okay. is "Red Haired Mary." Yeah. I didn't realise today that it's uh, it's an old song. Yeah, it's an old song that was written by a man from County Cork, Sean McCarthy, yeah. and he wrote many many great songs. Um, and uh, it was I I came upon it like you know it was just by by, by fluke, and we done our own arrangement and um, just was there was a fantastic reaction, bigger reaction than I, than I ever I thought. And though that kind of style of songs I've recorded over the last few years, but at the same time, every so often, then I kind of throw in a, a other styles of music. Like, I love to sing gospel songs when I get the opportunity. Uh, I recorded um, a gospel album that uh, the Holy City has been very popular for me, Wind and album, yeah. I believe was, was uh, and is popular to dances as well. So there's a nice mix, you know. I, I, I do uh, the Irish country end of it um, um, and, and the gospel, and I like to keep a, a variation, and not time then we'll throw in an old time rock and roll sort of a song as well. Well, that's what I'm saying about you, Patrick. You definitely have that knack, and um, as well... Uh, the Darling Girl from Clare, another song that uh, I was just telling, saying a story to me wife earlier, Patrick. I was playing at a gig one night as a DJ and, and I was going through a bit of a lull at night. Not many people were dancing. And uh, this man comes up to me and he says, uh, Stick on Patrick Feeney's song there, The Darling Girl from Clare. Mm. I had the song and I played it and the night never looked back. Mm. So <laughs> that song, when I hear it now, it brings a smile to my face. Yeah, and that's a really old song. That was a song with my Percy French. Um, so like that's come that's come back well over a hundred years that song, but you know sometimes you know it's it's a the saying is true and the old songs are the best, and you know for an artist I suppose it's like serving your 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 apprentice over time and as time goes on you get to to find out what songs maybe suit you and what style of song suits you. Truth, it's trial and error. You know I've released songs that I thought was going to be popular and. They, they mightn't get too placed and uh, then songs that you, you you think wouldn't get plays has been very popular so you just you learn as time goes on what suits you and what doesn't well I love that what you're doing is reintroducing old songs into the, the public eye again and uh, Robert Mazel I featured him on the podcast uh, Patrick and he was telling me you know how good Nola Woods has been to him the, the songwriter yeah. uh, with the you know, with the farmer and two rooms in a kitchen have you got a Nola Woods uh, anywhere uh, I'd say PJ Murray, you know, would be the, the, the top man that I'd, I'd, I'd have to say has been great with his songs, his style of songs uh, just seemed to suit my voice. Um, Clareman? Count Clareman, yeah. You know, he wrote, wrote, he's written some fantastic songs and down through the years, but that song I released, Soldier On, was very popular. And then The Strong Little Men in the Ashes, the current single, they were all songs written by PJ Murray. And I mean, he has an encyclopedia of, of that type of stuff. He's a great knack, as I said, you know, just he has that knack for, for uh, and it, there's a wittiness in his, in his songs and in his storytelling. So um, he's my he's my new lords. Yeah, well, yeah. that's not a bad thing to have. Yeah. Every singer seems to have it, you know, yeah. Mick Flavin kind of had Patsy Kavanagh, and there's always some kind of link that you, it's good to go back to. And I remember Patrick watching you, uh, it was actually me, Stag Night, in the Abbey Hotel in Donegal Town five years ago. I remember sitting watching you. On the st- I, was, I was sitting there watching you on the stage, and it was just amazing. I was. Were you drunk now? No, well, to be honest, you know, I have to say I was sober. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember saying, uh, thinking to myself, Patrick, you were a natural performer. The way you were playing the accordion and, and singing, and just 
the, had the crowd going. Was that something that came natural to you? Do you think the, the ability to multitask like that, like that? Because it might seem easy to you, but I suppose not everyone can do it. Well, at the start, I, 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 I've always played the piano when I was growing up, but at the start, uh, when, when I was out the front with the band, I was quite a, f- a number of years bef- uh, at it before I picked up the piano accordion and started playing it. And uh, it was something that came probably natural to me. Again, it goes back to the type of songs that I've been recording and singing. They blend it to the accordion style of, of uh, playing that I do. And the fiddles, so that I have, that I, which I have in the band, so that, you know, they, they, it, it lended itself very well towards it. So, so that that kind of came, you know, it came naturally, I suppose, if you if you want to call it. Yeah, and yeah, that's you can definitely see that in you, to be honest with you. And say now the likes of tonight, Patrick, you know, on the lead up to a gig, you've played many gigs on the road a long time now. Do you, do you does your routine differ? We always have um, we we'd have a you know a, a set uh, uh, that we'd have um, we said that the band would be would be would know what's coming up next but you know from time to time then we'll always pull out a song and change a song and I, I kind of gauge it on the crowd as as every night as as, as the show has gone on if I need to change around some songs um, but I, that's a good I I feel comfortable being able to do that because I'm lucky I have the same guys in my band for over ten years now so they know I just they just know it have to look at me and I just have to give it just one signal or not they know what I'm, I'm going to do and that's great because I can I don't have to stick to the to a certain set list just because for the sake of of uh, the fear that the, the band may not know yeah. this song or that song if I change it they all know the, the songs yeah. that I'm doing so yeah. it's great to have that freedom as well because yeah. you just you can you know the, the, every every audience is different every night every dance is different and you know there's, there's going to be different reactions to different songs and you kind of have to try and if you want to call it maybe you can try and read the crowd yeah. of of what they're into and what they want and what's going to uh, keep them on the dance floor it's important to have that patrick because uh, a certain crowd may be completely different yeah to, to, to what uh, the, the, the previous night was and uh, you know as i said there you have great versatility in your voice patrick and is that something like down to the years did you ever like because it's so powerful and, and long-ranging. Did you ever get voice training or that? Or was that natural too, Patrick? Or? Uh, I did do some voice training in, in, in when I was younger in my earlier years. Um, and then I stopped it because I, I felt that it was just beginning to change maybe my, my, my style and, and tone a bit. But it did stand to me um, from... From from a singing perspective and being able to sing as from from your your stomach like and um, it it did help me and and it's thankfully touch wood it is it is protecting me my voice as well my vocal cords and but it helps you, it definitely does help you being a, to, to have that bit of training because there's kind of little tools and techniques that for warming up and stuff like that as well that helps you and and reach the notes that. Uh, you want to try and reach so and, and I'm lucky that I'm in that kind of style of, of uh, tenor style um, um, s- singing so there's it's there, there's songs as I said that that suit me that has, has high notes that I can hit at the moment anyways well you, de- you definitely have no danger uh, hitting that Patrick and coming towards the last few questions Patrick you'll be, you'll be glad to hear um, of course the, the first album you released is uh, Thanks to You Patrick and I think it's 19 years ago 2003 yeah. and you know you've, that album was very good to you it was a, a very very strong debut album Patrick yeah and to this day and tonight as well we've, we're singing still singing four and five songs from that that album you know there's there, there, them songs uh, you know they kind of set the tone and set the, the, 
the, the path forward for myself when I did start singing thanks to you and the likes of Dreaming of You and um, she's sweet, she's kind. There's, there's, there's loads, if they say love, there's a load of songs on, on that particular album, you know, that we still sing, and uh, that's what you're known for, you know, and that, that's what the people want to hear. So um, it's it's good that 19 years, uh, it doesn't feel like 19 years. But. No, it definitely speaks volumes to you, Patrick, I have to say. Um, who would have been your inspirations in country, uh, Patrick, uh, in terms of Ireland or America growing up? Well, in America, I would, I would have been a great fan of, and still am, of Glenn, Glenn Campbell. Um, great, I just think he's such a versatile singer. He can sing country, he can sing, you know, rock, he can sing any t- type of songs. Um, so I really admired him as, as a singer and and uh, an entertainer as well, I think his stage presence. And here in Ireland, I know I'm in Donegal, um, it doesn't matter where I be doing this podcast, though, I, Daniel O'Donnell would be number one for me because as a person, I think he was uh, and 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 he still is fantastic entertainer, um, um, as as a singer, but as a, as a person as well, he's a very very genuine, uh, decent man. And for to get a phone call, uh, and it's not I I'd be nobody. I'm not in. I'm not one that just one would would. I'm not the only person that will get a call. Everybody I think that you speak to that starts out in this music industry in, in Ireland. We get a call, and, and every so often, when I started off from from Daniel to congratulate me on the song or to wish him the best of luck, you know, he's helped me out. He's anything that he's been could do, he has done, but not for me. For just for it's for everybody across the board, and I think he's a great ambassador for our our, our industry. He's um, he's the best advertisement for 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 Ireland for for country, Irish country music. Yeah. Yeah, what he does in terms of encouragement is is quite remarkable, Patrick. Yeah. And you have to see that, and uh, definitely proud to have him here in Donegal. And is there anything that you could, if you could change it, Patrick, about today's? I know it's a it's a hard question to answer, really. Um, about the scene today, the country music scene. If you could change one thing, or something maybe that you wish was different, was there anything that springs to mind? Ah, look, I, there, there's nothing that springs to mind. I, I'm very much the type of a person, you know. You kind of just have to, to, to keep positive. Now, like we did, I mean, if, if I could, I, I wish the last two years didn't happen. Yeah. If I could have changed that, it would have been great. Um, it did pull back the scene a bit. But I'd see in the last few weeks, you know, it, things are picking up again with the crowds. Um, the atmosphere is back. The buzz is back. It did take time over the last few months. And it was a little bit concerning at times. You were wondering, you know, will, will, will the scene come back to where it was? If I could have ch- changed, as I said, that's the one thing. But, I mean, I'm very much as the, the type of person that you just have to keep going forward and, and think positive and... Um, you know, uh, every day is a learning curve and a learning day. And every time I got on stage, and tonight will be no different. You learn something new, and um, I just want to keep going for the next twenty years. Well, I definitely can foresee that, Patrick, because you've definitely got the talent, and I hope I hope that you have the health as well. I wish you the good health, I should Thank say, you. for that. And uh, the final thing I'm going to say to you, Patrick, is um, you know the man that's supporting you here tonight, Connor Donnell. Um, he's from uh, Dunlow, obviously, same part where I'm living myself, Patrick, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, you were his mentor on Glorchira mm-hmm. a few years back. I think it was 2019. Yeah. Um, Connor's a, a fine young singer himself. That's that's uh, a lot of people. He's he's travelling up and down the country and making a big impression. A, a few words on Connor, if you don't mind, and uh, your your journey with him on Glorchira. Ah, uh, Connor is a, a gentleman, and from day one, you know, a great character as well. And he's a, a, a he's a great character to have a few drinks with as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that. But um, good fun on the stage and off the stage. And um, 
he's a, a great a great entertainer and he has that uniqueness in his voice and he's a very likable character as well and I I I, I he really shone in uh, Glorchera um I mean to me he was he was the winner and um to get to the final it was a fantastic achievement and he's he just got great support but to see the support week after week that he got you know is a testament to the type of a guy that he is and um and and the circle of family and friends that he has so he's going from strength to strength he's a great career he comes on all our trips abroad and does our weekends as well and goes down he goes down the storm no matter where he goes he's a great talent he's a real he's a great keyboard player he's a great guitar player and he's a great singer and he he has it all and yet he's just a very down-to-earth sort of a guy, you know, as well. He is. Yeah, and... What, what I love about Connor too, is his, his love of uh, traditional music, in a sense of... Yeah. Uh, going back as far as, you know, George Jones and that, myself and uh, himself would have talked about that in the past. You know, he, he's definitely a traditionalist, in a sense of that, uh, as well, Patrick. He is, yeah. He's, he's a country man at heart, you know that, uh, by listening to his, his style of songs that he records and the way he sings as well. Loves his, his, his American country and... Um, um, as I said, he's he's a good man for to have a have a pint with as well. Yeah, definitely so. And uh, wish Connor all the best and yourself here tonight, P- uh, Patrick, as well. And I have to say, Patrick, we've come to the end of the interview, and uh, I'd like to thank you because I know you've got a tight schedule um, for taking the time to speak with me here, Patrick. And uh, I'd like to congratulate you on everything you've done thank you. so far, and to wish you all the best. And and, and I've no doubt um, more success coming your way, Patrick, in the future. Well, fingers crossed, and thanks for having me on the show. And the very best of luck with it. Thank you very much, Patrick, and all the very best to you. Cheers, Tony. Well, folks, there you have it. That was uh, episode 74 interview with Mr. Patrick Feeney here in the Highlands Hotel in Glenties. Patrick, very kind to have a, a chat with me just ahead of his gig here tonight. So I uh, hope that you did enjoy it and uh, stay on the lookout for episode 75, which is coming soon. So for now, from me, Tony McGettigan on the Time Out Podcast, it's goodbye. For more on the Time Out Podcast, visit thetimeoutpodcast.ie. Thanks for listening.